Hey, this your girl, Donna M, a.k.a. The Urban Mommy. And if you hear that sound, you know that it is time for the 20-minute tea. 20-minute tea is when I give you the most important tea that has been happening in this country in the last week. We all know watching the news can take some time. It can be sad. It can be a lot of things. That's why I watch it for you and I give you the information that you need to know. So that means when you're at the barber shop, when you're at the nail shop, you could keep up with the stories because... I'm keeping y'all in the loop. So without further ado, I'll jump right on in. So the first case is actually an update from last week. Last week, we spoke about 26-year-old Carly Russell, who is the lady that staged her own kidnapping back in Alabama. She has since been charged with false reporting to law enforcement and falsely reporting an incident. Both of those are misdemeanors that can give her up to one year in prison and a $6,000 fine. She turned herself in last Friday, July 28, and was released on bond. The funny thing about the situation is that Carly was doing this to get attention from her then boyfriend. However, this has totally turned on her because it has actually got gotten him the attention so three weeks ago nobody knew who Mr. Simmons was but now because you have put him out there everybody sees how handsome he is they see how fine he is and he's educated so now when you were only fussing with one woman over him now you got a whole lot of women with their eyes on him he has even been booked to do appearances at club y'all like kid you not he has become a little quick little celebrity so Mr. Simmons go ahead and get your 15 seconds of fame and I hope it turns into a lot more for you but on a serious tip of that Carly Russell situation while we laugh and joke is really not a laughing matter so being kidnapped being abducted is not a you know it's not funny there are thousands of children thousands of adults that have gone missing and are still missing or were found murdered like so many different things that happened that are happening that's that's kind of bad so that is the negative side about the Carly Russell case while you are playing with it just trying to get attention there really are people that really need help and in addition black women black children rarely get attention so the fact that you were able to get attention and you were just being facetious kind of hurts the whole case now this would not be true with any other race but unfortunately when it comes down to black people one of us usually represents all of us right it's sad and it's not fair but that's kind of how it goes for example you go to a black business they upset you the first thing out your mouth that's why i don't support black businesses if you go to walmart and you get upset you're never going to say, I hate white businesses. You're not going to go to McDonald's and say, oh, I hate white businesses. You don't do that. But you will do a black business. You know, one black person represents us all. So that's just kind of the way things work. It's not actual law. It's just kind of de facto. It's just kind of something that just happens and it's kind of accepted. Right. But. That's the, that's, that's the sad part. Now, I talk about this in my blog on urbanmommy.net. I talk about the ramifications that can happen from the case like Carly Russell. Carly Russell got the attention and it was a hoax that takes away from those people who really do need attention. However, I noticed on the USA Today, the front page, which is really big, there was Alexis Patterson's story on there. Now, Alexis Patterson is a young girl who went missing back in 2002 in Milwaukee. She has yet to be found and they believe that she 
is deceased, okay? The interesting part about that is, like I said, there's going to be that, some good that comes from this as well as but there's going to be some, some negative that comes from the case. The good part is that they are giving attention to other cases that need to be addressed. However, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. However, I question the stories that they choose to highlight. I'll explain. Not, I know you're probably saying one story is not more important than the next one person shouldn't be, you know. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this particular story, Alexis Patterson's story, is a little um, like, like the old people would say, it happened on a funny style. So no, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve to be found. I'm not saying her case doesn't deserve to be looked in, looked at. I'm just saying be careful the stories that they do show us because I think sometimes they are trying to um, kind of cloud your judgment. Uh, let's see if I can make it make sense. We talk about Carly Russell. Then we find out Carly Russell is, you know, was a hoax. Then you bring up the story of this young lady who has not been found. But then when you look further into it, you can Google that story yourself. You will see all kinds of theories. Most of them po- point to the parents. What that does, it's an unintended, unintended consequence. But what it does is it kind of desensitizes us to these sorts of cases. So instead of us hearing a case and saying, oh, this young lady is missing, blah, blah, blah. We're going to start questioning the validity of the case itself. Now, while we should always question it, that can be a problem. That could be a problem in the future because it could be like the ball who cried wolf. Somebody might really need the attention, but because they keep giving us these strange cases, not saying Alexis does not need to be found. Please don't get me. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is I find it funny that that's the story y'all chose to put out there. All right. So let me get on. If y'all know what I'm saying, y'all go ahead and and speak in those comments and let me know what y'all think about that particular situation. All right. The next situation is former president Donald Trump pleads not guilty in Washington, D.C. on charges that he conspired with others to overturn the 2020 election. So the 2020 election is the one that he lost to Joe Biden. Now, he did it with six other people who are, are in trial with him. They are hoping that, when I say they, I mean the Trump side is hoping that the prosecutor, Jack Smith, does not have the ability to get those people to cooperate. Because if they cooperate with the prosecutor, they may possibly turn on Donald Trump, and that could be bad for his case. And I'm saying that could be bad, but if it's something that they actually did, then we all know how that's supposed to go. You do the crime you do the time I'm not for or against to be honest I haven't looked much at it because I'm really not that interested in it but we got to talk about it because it's big it is a big issue Donald Trump responded by saying this is a very sad day for America I will agree with him this is a very sad day for America it's also a very embarrassing day for America that our president is fighting not one not two but a couple charges one of them being the insurrection back in January where they had the whole you know what they has. So y'all can go look that up on your own, but I did want to let y'all know about Donald Trump pleading not guilty. The next story is Robert Bowers. He's 50 years old. He gunned down 11 worshipers at a Pittsburgh Tree of Life synagogue in 2018. That was the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. He will be sentenced to death. 
he is the first federal death sentence during the Biden administration. So that's why this is news, because he is going to be the first federal death sentence during the Biden administration. I know you are probably saying, what about Dylan Roof? But Dylan Roof happened in 2015, and he was um, charged in 2017, which was before Mr. Bowers doing a very similar act where he went into a church in South Carolina and he killed nine, I believe. He be, he killed nine people in the church. Both of these guys are horrible. Both of them have received the death penalty. So Dylan Roof was the first. So if y'all ever have a Jeopardy question that asks you who was the first person to be sentenced to death for a hate crime, is Dylan Roof. If they ever ask you who was the first person to be sentenced to death under the Biden administration, it's Robert Bowers. So if you don't know about who Dylan Roof is, I'll give you a quick story. He went into a church at Bible study and he basically sat through the service and he just opened fire and killed nine members of the church, mostly elderly people in there. If you have ever been to a black church, more specifically a black um, Bible study, you know how welcoming those people can be and when you think about how nice they are you will really be shocked and it saddens you even more to see that he actually sat there you know they were probably welcome and they probably gave him food offered him drink and everything asked him to stand up and give his name and tell a story all that good stuff they probably gave him hugs and everything and then he actually sat there got up and still shot those people so yes he was given a death penalty and it was he tried to appeal it and it was upheld and I'm glad because those are just two evil attacks all right now let's move on to something a little bit more happy well not happy but Lizzo is being sued by three of her former dancers they are suing her and her management team saying that they were a toxic environment where they were allegedly weight shamed and berated they also claim they were victims of sexual racial and religious harassment assault false imprisonment and disability discrimination Lizzo has responded via social media saying that she is not the villain and that these were sensationalized stories now I don't know if these are true or if they are false all I know is these stories were very interesting of what they are alleging to say happened I really hope that Lizzo did not participate in these in these um these um with I don't know say these situations I really hope that that did not happen but I mean we will find out sooner or later now I'll mention two of them like I said one of them was supposedly like a sexual assault where they were forced to do sexual acts somewhat sexual acts on each other where they were they had to eat a banana out of the other person's special area I'll say that there was also a case where they were forced to walk to get cheesecake now if y'all thinking that sound familiar yes it does Diddy Puff Daddy Sean Combs also did that to the group he had on making a band now, I don't know if they really walked but they were supposed to be walking to Brooklyn I believe to get a piece of Junior's cheesecake because everybody knows Junior's has a really good cheesecake and that is the one that Diddy wanted they had to walk now that was back in the early days of reality tv so i don't know if they actually walked that far i'm not from new york so i don't know how far that really is but i can assume it's pretty far um so i don't know if they really walked or that was just for tv but lizzo apparently or allegedly did it as well and that is what she is being sued for we will find out in the near future what's going on with y'all girl lizzo 
Cardi B was cleared in her assault case. Quick story, what happened with Cardi was that she was doing a performance. She asked for people to throw water on her. A little bit too late, someone threw water on her. Cardi got mad, flipped out, threw a microphone, hit the wrong person, I believe, and they tried to get a case. However, she is cleared in that assault case. Now, if something comes after that, we don't know, but as far as this assault case, she's been cleared. All right, moving right along. I'm not sure if y'all know that, but if you don't know, write this down. The term homeless is now like a derogatory term. So this y'all little diversity, equity, inclusion tip for the day. The new word that we need to use when speaking of homeless people is now unhoused. Now, if any of you have completed second grade, which I'm sure you have, you know that unhoused and homeless pretty much mean the exact same thing. One uses a suffix, one uses a prefix. So unhoused are homeless literally the same thing however they are asking that going forward we use the word unhoused so when i say unhoused i need y'all to know what i'm talking about all right so in houston houston has a large unhoused population and there is an agency that goes out to feed them companies and businesses in that area have been complaining because of everything that goes on with unhome unhousingness I don't even know how you say a word but we would say homelessness with all the things that goes on with it so they said that they would start giving citations of course the police came out and they gave over 20 or so citations to this particular group this group or this person in turn has sued Houston saying that it's a violation of their rights they said that you cannot block them from feeding the homeless and sharing their food so banning them from sharing their food has violated their freedom of expression and their freedom of religion now the businesses like i said are down with the police because they don't want that going on but the other side is like we have the right to sue my question is how did you even find an attorney to pick up your case because i had a serious case here in new orleans louisiana where it is hard to find an attorney like extremely hard to find an attorney to help you out because I had a very good a very strong discrimination case that I could not even get anybody to pick up I got one person but some stuff went on with her and she was not even able to help me and that was only the one person everybody else so how you found somebody to sue for that is beyond me I guess you just have friends in good places and I don't have them because I just want to know how you got an attorney so if you are an attorney that can help a sister out in Louisiana Please holler at me because I still got a case and I know the statute of limitations is not old. Anyway, on to the next story. There was a woman in Oregon who was 29 years old that escaped her kidnapper. So a 29-year-old by the name of Nagasi Zuberi, I have no idea what he is. I know y'all be wanting to know, is he white or is he black? I don't know. But his name is Nagasi Zuberi. I'm a guess African, but I could be wrong. But anyway, he posed as an undercover cop and kidnapped and shackled and sexually assaulted women this particular woman was able to get away now he has since been arrested and he's gone through his little situation but they are concerned because they feel that he has victims all over the door was placed on backwards so it's hard for them to get out but this particular woman beat and beat and beat with bloody knuckles until she was able to escape so shout out to her and i hope that they are able to find the other women that could possibly be 
um, kidnapped or um, held up. That's that's held hostage. I hope they're able to find them. All right. The next is Jonathan Majors showed up in court today with his girlfriend, Megan Good, only to learn that prosecutors were not ready to present his case. His accuser has fled the country because she was going to be charged. So in that case, the case will possibly be dropped. Now, I don't know if Jonathan Majors did it or not. Apparently, there were some other issues going on with that case. Apparently, she was telling some stories. I don't say apparently, allegedly, she was telling some stories. However, the unfortunate side about that is with men, whether the story is true or false, once the story hits the internet, once the story hits the news, it is hard to unsee what we saw. It's hard, it's hard to unhear what we already heard, even if it's even if it's found that it did not happen. Like there were cases where men were charged with sexual assault, men were charged with beating women that they actually did not do, but because it had already hit the internet, they were already negatively affected. And it's you can't just say, oh, he didn't do it, and then that's it. There's always gonna be some people that still believe it. His labels are gonna drop him. It's just a bad look. So it it did not work out for the best for Jonathan Majors. I mean, I I hope he's able to come to overcome it, but at this point. It is what it is. So ladies, as well as men, please don't make up stories on people. I mean, I know y'all don't care what happens to them, but it's just not really, you know, it's not good. All right. My next story is a 16-year-old was sent home from, uh, I don't even want to say it because I am a Chick-fil-A fan. I love Chick-fil-A and everything about Chick-fil-A. However, they sent this young lady home because she had an unnatural hair color. She had a uniform violation. She had only been working there for a little, you know, a small, a short time. But she says that other people at the job also has that hair color and nothing happened to them. Now, I'm going to tell you, like my mom and them used to tell me, I don't want to hear about what other people. And don't mention other people. So, like, we get in trouble at school. Well, this one was doing it, too. My mom would always say, I don't care what that one was doing. I'm your mama. So, when it come down to that case, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't think we should be worried about stuff like hair color. I mean, unless it's like a bright color that's kind of distracting. Her hair looked like it was just like a little gold blondish color, which it's not unnatural. So I don't really think that. I mean, it's unnatural to her because it's not her natural color, but it's not an unnatural color because blonde is a hair color. So I don't know. I mean, that's something for an attorney to decide. But when it comes to cases like that, I like to sit back because we really don't know what happened. You know, sometimes when people want you gone or when people don't like you, they will find anything to get you off the job. And that could have been, they could not have liked her for whatever reason. And that could have been the excuse or the reason that they use. So if that is discrimination, I hope that she gets whatever she's supposed to get for it. But if it isn't, and if it's just, you know, whatever else going on, you know, hopefully we get to that as well. All right. Just to wrap it up. They're also talking about a QR code scan. Be careful. There are people putting QR codes on the back of uh, signs and stuff with parking, making you think that that's how you pay your parking. And they are taking advantage, getting your banking information. So be careful. A little quick tip that you might find out on uh, Jeopardy one day. What does QR stand for? So a QR code. QR stands for quick response in case y'all needed to know that but that's what qr code stands for be careful on those qr codes 
only get it from, you know, people that we know, companies that we know are real. All right. Back in New Orleans, a man attacked a flight attendant. He somewhat cut his own throat and then he tried to attack a flight attendant and several passengers subdued the man and was able to get him. That's scary. Um, And I think I actually know the guy. So that's even more scary that that happened. But it did happen. We don't know what's going on with people. People are losing it every minute. All right. So that was the most important news that happened this week. There's another case I want to talk about with this lady that went viral with the husband. um, And they got the lady, the girl to come to the house. Then he allegedly shot her. Not enough about it that that we could talk about it this week. But hopefully next week we'll address that. We're also going to address some other stuff that is going to be coming up. I'm going to hold off on one of them because I think it's good enough to do a whole segment on it. But anyway, that is the news. That is the 20 minutes. It's exactly 20 minutes. Well, it's a little more, but, you know, one was the intro. One minute was just the intro. But anyway, that is the news. Thank y'all so much for joining. Make sure y'all share. Make sure y'all comment. Let me know what y'all think about that homeless versus unhoused. Let me know what y'all think about should we be able to feed them. I mean, I live in New Orleans where there is a huge unhoused population and you know we have the same issues they under there they're using drugs it's nasty it's okay they're doing all kind of things and yes the people that live there have complaints now i don't think we should just abandon them but i do think there has to be a better way that we address homelessness or unhousedness or however y'all want to say that word going forward let me know what y'all think about all of these stories that i talked about remember i'm here for you i'm making it easy Share, 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 comment, and like. If the Lord say the same, I will see y'all. Or I will, y'all will hear from me next week. Peace.